0: And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Calling all detectives. When a girl won cash, clothes, and a Hollywood contract in a beauty contest, her father wanted to sue somebody. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning private detective. Sometimes the hardest job a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, gets is finding out what kind of a crime has been committed. Two people walked into my office late one afternoon, a fat little man of around 50 and a very good-looking girl in her early 20s. Sit down, Norma Jean. I will do all the talking at Norma Jean gave me a pearly smile, sat down, and stared out the window. Whatever was worrying the little man didn't seem to be bothering her. I am Lawrence Compton, sir, and this is my daughter, Norma Jean. She recently won a beauty contest. I took another look at Norma Jean, found the statement not impossible to believe. Are you consulting me in connection with that contest, Mr. Compton? His face turned red. Listen, Mr. Browning. Two months ago, when I heard of this contest, Miss Fulcretude of the Central States, I entered Norma Jean's picture. There was no fee. We were notified that she was one of the semi-finalists, then finalist, then winner. And you didn't receive any award? On the contrary. Norma Jean received $500 in cash, a complete wardrobe from Walker's Department Store, tickets to Hollywood, California for both of us, and a year's contract at $300 a week with Grandeur Films. Hey, that's all right. You think so, Mr. Browning? They never heard of it. knew nothing whatever of any contest. Upon our return home, I've been unable to find any trace of anybody who ever heard of the contest. Mr. Browning, we've been victimized. But I can't figure out how. The father of a girl who won a lot of prizes in a beauty contest that nobody else ever heard of... ...wanted me to find out how come. I went with the Comptons to their modest home on the outskirts of the city where Norma Jean's father showed me the complete correspondence with the mythical contest organization. The whole thing had been done by mail, from the first letter suggesting that her photo be entered in the contest to the final notification of her award. The address on the letterhead, Compton told me, had turned out to be desk space at a large office building and was vacated by the time he and his daughter returned from Hollywood. Well, how about the awards, the $500, the wardrobe from Walkers, and the contract and tickets? How were they delivered? By a young man. He called himself Mr. Bixby. He took Norma Jean to the store, helped to select the wardrobe. He also delivered the Hollywood contract and the tickets. I tried to question Norma Jean about Mr. Bixby. Got from her only the giggling response that he was cute. After a lot of questioning, she finally remembered that he'd paid cash for everything she selected at the store. That didn't strike her as strange. Everybody she knew paid cash at stores. Okay, I'll look into it, Mr. Compton. Though I don't know on what grounds we can prosecute if we do catch these people. On what grounds? Mr. Browning, my daughter, received a worthless contract. I lost a whole week's employment. I'm a bookkeeper at Marshall Foundry Works. I demand justice. So does Norma Jean. Okay, I'll look into it. The whole thing was ridiculous. Probably a big promotion scheme that had somehow failed, as promotions frequently do. But then... Why had nobody besides the Comptons heard of the Miss Pulchritude contest? It was just silly and intriguing enough to be worth looking into. At the manor's building where the contest people had maintained desk space, I got some more curious information. No, Mr. Browning, the Miss Pulchritude people got practically no mail at all. How many people were in the outfit, sir? I seem to recall, two a youngish man, Mr. Bixby, who rented the space by the month, and an older companion, whose name I never learned. I'm afraid that's all I can tell you. Thanks a lot, sir. Well, that just about settled one point. Norma Jean Compton had entered a beauty contest in which she had no competition. I made a routine check at police headquarters, learned as I expected that nobody had registered any complaints against the contest promoters. And just to clinch it, a phone call to Hollywood proved that the film company had never been approached about any tie-in with such a contest. Somebody had paid out good money for a prize, for clothes, for railroad tickets. For why? Why? I spent part of a day investigating Mr. Compton and his job in the possible hope that the explanation might lie there. All I learned was, Compton, been with us 18 years. Good man, rather dull, earns $85 a week, probably more than these words, but he's steady on a dull job. Responsibility. My dear Brownie, he has no responsibility or authority, whatever. I went on back to my office, just about licked. How can you catch a crook when you can't even figure out what he's done, much less why? I was still puzzling when Compton walked in. I'm sorry, Mr. Compton. I haven't got anything for you yet. Well, you certainly can't be much of a private detective to fail on a simple matter like this. I'm sorry. We all miss once in a while. Oh, well, I suppose you did your best. I'm not too well off, Mr. Browning. I... Won't have much to leave, Norma Jean, and I'd hope this contest for uh, afraid her beauty, such as it is, will be her only inheritance. Inheritance? Yeah. Mr. Canton, I've got one more idea. It was a long shot, a trip to the county seat, to check on whether any tax had been paid within the past two months. On an inheritance accruing to Lawrence Compton, from anybody. Compton, Lawrence Compton. no, nope. no, nope. nothing. It well, is one for Norma Jean Compton, $350,000. Left her by Mrs. Maida Compton Larson in Two Forks, Minnesota. Record show, inheritance collected, tax paid, all proper. Oh, that's what you think. had everything now but the crooks. A scheme to get Norma Jean and Lawrence Compton out of the city long enough for somebody else to move into their home, impersonate Norma Jean's commonplace prettiness long enough to collect a juicy jackpot. The rest of the case was pathetically simple. Part of the inheritance was in bonds. Bixby and his confederates were selling them a few at a time around the country. And in Kansas City... Uh, Certainly, Mr. Uh, Compton is your name. These bonds are negotiable. And you are under arrest. The cops got the older man first, and he led them to Bixby and the girl. We recovered all but about $6,000 of the money, a safer inheritance for Norma Jean than her looks. Like I said, it isn't too hard to catch a crook once you've established that he is a crook. And what kind?